Hello everyone, thank you for joining me on 14 and County Budget Travel Planning, where I talk about my travel adventures and discuss ways to find the most budget-friendly flights, accommodations, and activities. If this is your first time joining me, welcome. I'm glad you made it. I'm Audrey and I have been budget traveling for 10 years and I've visited 14 countries and counting traveling on a budget. And I'd like to share with you how I did it. Let's get started. Okay, let's get started. I use a few accommodation search engines and they have worked for me throughout the years. So I'll share the top three that I use the most often with you guys. So I usually use um, booking.com, Airbnb, and hotels.com. So there are many, many ways to find budget accommodations, but these are the most consistent that I have used throughout the years and the ones that um, I will put in my top three. So let's go through and um, talk about some of the pros to use in each of these. So I'll start with hotels.com. I use hotels.com probably the least of the three. Um, some of the things I like about hotels.com is that it has a very large selection of accommodations. Um, they usually have hotels, um, bed and breakfast, and guest houses. They have a loyalty program and it's free to sign up. And it earns you free nights by um, earning stamps. And once you get 10 stamps, then you get a free night. So if you get to elite status, then you can get like free upgrades, free breakfast, just depending on the hotel. Um, I do like them, like I said, because they have a very large selection of accommodations. Um, the next would be Airbnb. Um, here recently, I have started using Airbnb more than hotels just because I feel like I can um, control the um, amount of people coming in and out. Because if, when you're at a hotel, the workers are coming in and out and the, um, to clean every day. Airbnb, um, the pros for them for me is that the flexible searches that they have, I don't have to pinpoint a time during the month i can just say i want to look for places in this city in this month and it will give me everything that they have i have found that to be the most budget friendly way for me to book accommodations especially when i'm booking on airbnb a lot of times when we travel we want to travel during the peak season 
and that means high cost of accommodations but if we can modify our days one or two days here or there then we're able to save more money so i've saved a lot on booking airbnbs um, using the flexible searches after you use your flexible search and and uh, find a list of accommodations then you can sort and you sort by price if you would like you can sort by um entire home or a hotel stay or shared room um, this is where you can pick um, if you need Wi-Fi or air conditioning or whatever it is that you may need. Um, if you need it to be handicap accessible, you can pick that um, there at the sort. I appreciate all of the options that they have for the sort. I, I like that. Um, also, the Airbnb experiences. Now, Airbnb experiences, I was a little leery about, but I've gone on several at this point and I really enjoyed them and they were not expensive at all. They were very affordable and um, well organized and um, the all of the guides were wonderful. So I, I really count that as a pro for Airbnb. Um, Airbnb... I also like the fact that they have free cancellation. So when I search, I, I usually search for um, any properties that I can do free cancellation, um, especially because the way we travel has changed and the requirements for travel changes a lot now. And so the thing with Airbnb is that you have to um, watch it because you can filter for free cancellation but then the free cancellation will only be for 48 hours that is of no benefit to me uh, so you have to really make sure that the free cancellation will allow you enough time to see if you need to change your mind or give you time to maybe find a cheaper accommodation or um, whatever time you need um, for whatever it is that you're doing. So um, I do like Airbnb for free cancellation, but you do have to watch out for that. And if you cancel too many times, then Airbnb won't give you your service feedback. So you have to make sure when you book Airbnb, um, that you are really planning on going and that you are um, able to understand the cancellation policy for that particular property and for Airbnb itself. But that's, I mean, I don't let that deter me. I enjoy using Airbnb. Um, Verbo is another... Um, site you can use to find homes to stay in but verbal tends to be um, not as budget friendly for me as what I can find on Airbnb and then my last one is booking.com and booking.com 
um, sometimes gets uh, um, unfavorable uh, reviews because their loyalty program is not um, as as good i guess as hotels.com but i actually prefer booking.com and i use that the majority of the time so booking.com um you can book hotels you can book uh, guest houses hostels apartments um i really like it because of that because that allows me to then, um, if I am willing to stay in any situation and not just in a hotel and not just in an apartment, it allows me to be able to pick my accommodation and be able to pick the cheapest one. Um, for example, I used booking.com one year. Um, we went to Scotland and I couldn't find any cheap accommodations in Glasgow. And I used booking.com and uh, filtered for guest houses. And I found a really nice guest house. The price was phenomenal. And we stayed there and um, I booked a family room in the guest house. So usually in guest houses, you have to share the bathroom, but you get your own individual room. And so I, I picked a family room and they still served you breakfast. It was included. It was very nice um, guest house. And the um, room was... So that being said... Um, at the time that was the cheapest accommodation that they had and it was more than I would have ever expected so um, booking.com allowed me to be able to do that I've also booked hostels with private rooms uh, through booking.com really cheap $20 a night nice um, hostels and um, I really have been able to stay in different types of accommodations using booking.com. Not saying you can't do that with something else, but I've had the most experience with it on booking.com. All right. So um, booking.com has many filters for you. So some of the filters include um, star rating. Uh, health and um, safety measures that the hotel is taking, um, review score, cost, um, down to district or landmark. So this is really wonderful. That is something that you would need to do if you are traveling to a city and you are being a tourist and you want to be by the tour site so you don't have to navigate the transportation too much then that is a good filter for you to use and then after you use the filter to get all those hotels you can use the sort button to get distance from downtown popularity of the um, accommodations 
that you've seen you can sort it for price um, lowest to highest and many things so i really um enjoy the booking.com filters and sort feature also booking.com has a loyalty program um, like uh, hotels.com does and their loyalty program is called genius and so to get on genius level you just have to um, do two stays i think it's in two years that you do those two stays and you are on genius level one so on genius level one you just receive discounts on um certain hotels or accommodations and um genius level two you receive a few more discounts um i think it's 10 to 15 percent and then uh, genius level two will allow you to get free breakfast room upgrades on um certain properties so that has also saved me quite a bit because if you go on booking.com and you haven't signed up and you haven't gotten to genius level you will pay more for your accommodation than if you've gotten to genius level so um, the loyalty programs at hotels.com and in booking.com are really beneficial for you to use to um, book your budget accommodations okay all right so um booking.com also offers many properties with free cancellation and no prepay so the reason i love this is because you can plan your vacation and not have to spend money before you're ready or able to spend it so you can book a hotel that or an apartment or a guest house or a hostel whatever you want to book and you can choose one that has a free cancellation and no prepay option and you know that your um your accommodation is secure but you didn't have to lose a certain amount of money at the time you're able to save up now and you know how much you'll need for these accommodations they also have free cancellations so if you need to cancel it you can you find a better deal you can you don't have to worry about if you're going to be um, refunded right away or if it takes three to five business days or what because it was no prepay so i i often search for accommodations that have free cancellation and no prepay just in case i need to change my accommodation or change my plans i wouldn't have lost anything okay now that's one of my one of my tips and then um, top budget friendly accommodation search engines and then let me um say again that there are also um, verbo expedia orbits kayak and many many other ways to find budget accommodations but the ones i've mentioned to you and went over today are um the ones that i use the most they're my go-to search engines 
and it's what has worked for me. I also, after I find accommodations on any of these uh, of the third party sites, booking.com, hotels.com, I also go to the actual page for that hotel, if it's a hotel, and see if they have discounts for the days that I am trying to book. So I can compare prices because a key to budget traveling is being able to compare prices and get the one that's best for you and your budget. Always remember to read the reviews and ask the property any questions that you may need to ask them. So when you get there, there are no surprises. A lot of times, um, the, the rating will be pretty high. Um, let's say an eight or 8.5 and you read the reviews and they are like, well, it was very noisy or it wasn't that clean or whatever. And so, um, just so you know, what I do is I always filter for cleanliness because that's the most important thing to me. And so if I get a property and the property is an 8.5 review score, and then I read the reviews and it's like 10 reviews that said that the room wasn't clean or the room was, the bed was okay, but the bathroom was dirty, then I don't stay there because maybe that property was an 8.5 if cleanliness wasn't the first thing on your list because when you get there you always can tell them can you please come and clean the room before we move in and i've never been to a property that wouldn't do that for you but i don't want that hassle so i never pick a property that has bad cleanliness reviews i don't really care about noise i don't have much of a concern with um the pool not being as clean because um, truth be told, I will not be getting in the pool. So I, I don't really have a strong concern with that, but I do have a strong concern whether the room is clean or not. And so I actually filter for that. So another reason why I like booking.com versus hotels.com, I prefer booking. They actually have a filter on the reviews hotels.com does not have as detailed of, of filters and i need it to be as detailed as possible that being said i also use hotels.com booking.com and i also use airbnb um all of them have worked well for me and i'm quite sure they will work well for you also well guys that's all of the tips that I have for you today. I hope that that was helpful. And um, next week, we'll discuss more ways to plan for your budget travel. Okay, guys, for our travel adventure story today, I have with me a special guest, Cinnamon. 
And Cinnamon is an avid traveler and she has traveled with me on many adventures. Because we're talking about accommodations, I thought it only fitting that she tells about her favorite accommodations so far and some of the adventures we had while we were on that vacation. All right, Cinnamon, what is your favorite accommodation so far? I think my favorite was um, when we went to London the first time. Um, it was it was a boutique hotel. Um, mm-hmm. The it was the Westbridge Hotel. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Yes, um, Westbridge Hotel was in Stratford. Yeah, it was really mm-hmm. nice, and um, I had never seen like I had never stayed in a boutique hotel before. So I think it's that's probably why it stands out to me. But they the lights automatically turned on. It was the first place I had ever like you put the your um, room key inside of the little slot and it'll turn on the lights and they turn off when you take your room key out. Um, mm-hmm. They had like given us like uh, like Earl Grey tea every day and like fresh cream every day to put in our tea. Um, they had this really good restaurant because I think we got um, room service. Room service one day, yeah, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and they a cell phone to use, yeah, use for our stay, which was nice because our phones ended up not working that well. Yes, um, that was the first time I had seen that too. I had experienced, you know, being a budget traveler, you don't experience a lot of opportunities to stay in luxury boutique hotels. And that was one opportunity that we had. Yeah, I really enjoyed that stay also. And that phone really came in handy. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite um, adventure when we went to London that time? Now, I know that we were really close. We stayed in that hotel because it was at a discount rate. And we were really close to the um, Stratford Station, which led you right into the heart of London. So I know we did a lot of sightseeing. So what was one of your favorite things that we did? Um, Well, you know, I like museums and we went to the Natural History Museum and they had like this whole like section where they show you like the dinosaurs and stuff. And they had um, like they had animation, like they had animated dinosaurs like what they think they would look like they had like a velociraptor there and they were like how they think they would have interacted with each other I thought that was really cool Mm -hmm. um we also went we went to the British Museum we saw I saw the Rosetta Stone and we saw like all of these um Egyptian um pharaohs they had Mm -hmm. in there um they had like all of this like greek all of these like greek statues and roman statues and stuff they had so many things i didn't realize how many things they had acquired um right before i went there but i thought that i thought the i think the museums were probably my favorite part oh excellent okay i think um during that trip also because i've been um talking about I know um, last episode, I talked about how uh, one of my trips to London, London was actually a layover for me. And um, I believe it was the same way this time. 
London was an actual layover to um, another destination. Mm -mm. So London was the destination. Our layover was in Iceland. Was in Iceland. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Well, same concept though, right? So we went to London, but then that all during that same trip, we went to Iceland. And so we got two trips for the price of one plane ticket. Right. Mm -hmm. So that was good. I think then on this trip, we also, did we go to Belgium this trip? Yeah. We took a train one of those days to Belgium. Yes. We took the Euro train Mm -hmm. to Belgium. Yes. All right. I thought I remembered that. I, I really enjoyed that accommodation also. And I really enjoyed um, its proximity to the train station because it was only like a five minute walk. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't a lot to do in the area. And um, it was kind of costly getting from the hotel to back to the airport. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the hotel, you could have just stayed there. They had free gym, pool, everything. It was a wonderful experience. So I agree. I -hmm. think, um, that was my favorite hotel also. Mm -hmm. I thought it had a nice little neighborhood around. They had a, they had that, um, spot that we went to, to get an English breakfast. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, they did. Where I asked for, um, ice and they didn't know why (laughs) that happened a lot when we were there and it was so hot and there's no ac in the museums and then you ask for ice like you're crazy (laughs) (laughs) who does that (laughs) it's just like lukewarm water isn't helping me very much right now i would like cold water but i guess we don't drink cold water there so you know it's fine i know I know. I, I think no one does. I, I think it's very it's very seldom you find a country that will say, oh, okay, I understand. Usually mm-hmm. they'll give you ice and then the drink. Like, they'll give mm-hmm. you ice in a cup, but you have to ask for it. Mm-hmm. And then they'll give you the drink, and then you have to make your own iced whatever. But I think um, that's not really a real thing in most places. No. just like ac is really a real thing um outside of texas honestly because in other parts of the u.s people don't have ac that's true i think yeah. people don't realize that in a lot of parts of the u.s people don't um really depend on ac mm-hmm. um like we do in texas that's mm-hmm. true well all right cinnamon thank you so much for sharing that travel adventure story and um joining me today and hopefully we'll hear from cinnamon again soon because cinnamon is my travel partner Mm -hmm. we have traveled on so many adventures together so she will definitely be a guest on another episode all right thank you you're welcome thank you